0: Welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast with the lead pastor from Emanuel Church, Danny Anderson. Hey
1: guys. Good to see you. Good to to be with you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We love it. Whether we're driving in your car or whatever you're doing right now, it is great to be back with you. Uh, today we are going to talk about having a breakthrough in productivity.
1: Yes, can't wait.
0: I am very excited about it. This is one of my favorite topics actually. So, it
1: is, it is. You so, love to produce things.
0: Yes, I love productivity. You're and kind of an addict. I, I, what, I would say. Okay, here <laughs> we go. This <laughs> Well, I, I would have to admit, yes, that's it. <laughs> so, breakthrough and productivity. What do you have for us Yes, today? Well,
1: before we jump into our content today, I just going to let our listeners know, this is actually a special edition of our podcast Aww. because uh, this is going to be Rachel's last uh, podcast as our host here at the it Breakthrough is. Podcast. And um, she is... Um, just into so many things, moving things forward, pushing things forward yeah. uh, here at our church. Uh, she has her own podcast that yeah. she's working on. Uh, she's now ministering to people who are grieving uh, the loss of loved ones. Yes. Um, and so she is going to be moving on. Uh, focusing on other things so we we want to take a moment here I want to take a moment here uh, to say thank you so much for pouring Mm. your time and your energy and your heart uh, into getting the breakthrough podcast up it's been over two years
0: yeah yeah and it's been great it's a great podcast I can't wait to listen to future episodes and you know maybe have a cameo someday what
1: I (laughs) think that's gonna I can see that in the well, future. Well,
0: <laughs> I think it's going to be great, and I am i have been very blessed to get to be a part of this. I love podcasting, and I love our church, and I love you, so it's been a really great uh, uh, opportunity for me. So thank you so much. I appreciate much. that. Thank, thank you, you so much. You've
1: added tremendous value, mm. so thank you for that. Thanks. So jumping into today's content, uh, productivity, I think uh, I, I heard a quote not too long ago, it really grabbed me. I wrote it in my journal. Uh, it's by Will Durant, who was a historian and philosopher um, in the, back in the uh, early 1900s. 1900. <laughs> um, he said, the ability of the average person can be doubled if the situation demanded it. Whew. And, you know, I thought back on my life and I thought, my, my goodness, that is so true. Uh, when the situation requires it, mm-hmm. I can double my effort. Mm-hmm. I can double my productivity. Uh, I've done it in the past when there's deadlines. You yeah. know, like yeah. You, yeah. You, you double your efforts like you oh my do. gosh I got to get this done. Whether that's whether that was in college or Yeah, write, that's what I was paper. thinking. That's the
0: first time I realized that when it was an all nighter to get to get a paper done.
1: I think that most people are like that. Mm-hmm. I think if the situation requires it we can double our productivity. We really can, we can get twice as much done. Uh, The problem is the situation often doesn't require it. Right, right. (laughs) And so we naturally go back to, uh, just doing just enough to kind of get by. And, and, uh, so, uh, and the end result of that is that we leave tons of potential on the table every single day, week in, week out, uh, because, uh, the situation is not, we're not, not, we have no pressure being Mm -hmm. put on us, generally Mm -hmm. speaking. And so, um, what I want to talk about today is sort of a way to create pressure, because pr- pressure is not bad. Pressure is okay. actually good. People perform better under pressure. We've we've heard that. I certain that's certainly true in my life. Um, but we we have to create that in our life. So a lot of times, right. Um, and so what I want to talk today about is the 90 day rhythm, or we could call it quarterly living. And what I mean by that is essentially living your life. In 90 day increments okay and mm-hmm. and and by doing that you're creating a situation you're creating an environment where you have pressure mm-hmm. the appropriate levels of pressure and by doing so we can increase our productivity Uh, and our output so
0: but uh why would uh and i'm all for pressure and i'm all for doubling productivity but why did you land on the 90-day life
1: okay so great question we both have read a a great book called traction it's actually Mm -hmm. a business book Mm -hmm. uh it's basically written for business entrepreneurs to have an operating system for their business i highly recommend it uh the guy's last name is dino uh, first name is dino um Gosh, I can't remember his name.
0: I can't either right now. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah.
1: It's tractions. <laughs> great book. Um, and he actually we we actually read about it there first that to to run your business in a ninety day rhythm. And he talks about these two two aspects of that time frame that I think are are super um, attractive to me. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. one is that ninety days is a short enough time period to get your brain and your heart psychologically wrapped wrapped yeah. around. Yeah. You know, uh, A lot of times people... Will set yearly goals mm-hmm. beginning in January. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I've got this goal for the year, or, or 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 maybe even longer, like a five-year goal or whatever. And what happens in that situation often is that that 12 months is such a long period of time mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. just kind of they kind of fade away. It's yeah. so long. It's it's way out there. Um, um, I'll, I'll get to it next month. You right. know, and and it just it just becomes this um, this I don't know unreachable thing, or, right. or it's just too hard to grasp but 90 days wow that time frame you you can feel 90 days like 90 days from now uh, is Christmas
0: right, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and
1: you could you could almost feel Christmas coming because you know the the, the pumpkin spice lattes come yes, out and yes. and yeah we we're not even at Halloween yet but exactly. we know we know <laughs> that uh, that that Christmas is is just around the corner so psychologically it's like okay that's a great it's a short enough time period to get your 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 heart and your mind wrapped around it
0: yeah. Yeah. So when you have 90 days, you can get your heart and your mind wrapped around it. But it's not like you can still make progress. In yes. 90 days yes. And that's
1: the second reason why I love this time frame, because... It's also long enough for you to make a significant change in your life. Right. I mean, I have seen people write a book in 90 days. Mm -hmm. I have seen people lose 30 pounds in 90 days. I've Mm -hmm. seen people turn Mm -hmm. their careers around in 90 days. You know, we both lead an organization, sometimes we'll put people on, uh, improvement plans for yep. 90 days yep the, or sometimes even shorter like 60 days yeah uh, and the reason why we pick those time frames is because you can you can really accomplish something significant in 90 days yeah so it's so emotionally it's short enough to where uh it, the, the the goal can stay in front of you yes. and you don't lose track of it but it's also long enough to make a significant uh, a change in your life?
0: Yeah. Um, I recently took a trip uh, to Atlanta and uh, flew on an airplane and I was uncomfortable in the airplane seat. And I thought, okay, what is a good time frame for me? And I remember when I was comfortable, I was 30 pounds lighter. Mm. And the thought of that at first is like, that is insurmountable. But then when I thought about it, like, okay, I've done a lot in 90 days mm. before. And thirty pounds, you can do in ninety days. Mm. And we're going on a vacation after Christmas. So there it is. That's the goal for me. That's the one for me right now.
1: That's awesome. It's
0: a hard one though, Mm -hmm. but it's attainable.
1: I think a lot of our listeners can relate to that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Even if you're not a scale watcher, you know I mean, just when the airplane seat doesn't fit like it used to. (laughs) That's the so that's the one I'm working on right now.
1: That's so good. So good. So practically speaking, you know, how, how does this flush out in our mm, life? Yeah, and, how and do wa- we do it? Yeah, I want to talk that through. There's a couple of steps. You know, if you want to try to take a, you know, I'm going to actually lay out a challenge here in a second to okay. all of our listeners. Okay. But um, if you wanted to do this and say, oh, wow, that sounds intriguing. I'd like to maybe try to live my life in quarters, yeah. you 90-day know, increments. How, how would you start? When, what I would say is you start with the long view. Okay. And the long view is simply, you know, looking out at your life five years from now, 10 years from now, uh, for our church, we do that. We do a 10 year, Mm -hmm. you know, we We do, we do a 10 year vision of what we're looking at and you try to get a really clear picture of what you want your life to look like in five years or 10 years. And you you define it. I mean, what where do you want to be economically, financially? Where are your kids gonna be? Mm-hmm. Uh, what house are you gonna be living in? What are your retirement accounts look like? Uh, how do you feel? How do you look physically? And, and you define and and that as as detailed as possible. Mm-hmm. So you're basically creating mm-hmm. a vision of what you're a target of what you're shooting for for five five years out or ten years out. And then you back that down to three years. So you say so you say, you say to yourself, if I'm going to be there in five years, where would I have to be at three, at the end of three years? Yeah. And you get clear on that picture, you know, with numbers and details and, and as, as clear, uh, the key here is clarity. Yes. Defining it as clear as you possibly can. So you can have a target. We, We can't hit a target we don't have.
0: The clearer the target,
1: the more the motivation, right? Right. Right. And so then we back away from the three years and we say, okay, if I'm going to be there in three years, where would I have to be at the end of one year? Mm -hmm. And then again, you define that and you with numbers and pictures and images and you get as clear as possible where you want to be at the end of one year. And then here's where the magic happens. If you're going to be there at the end of one year, where would you have to be at the end of the next quarter? Yeah. The next 90 days. So our listeners are, are hearing this podcast. It's October. We've mm-hmm. just started the fourth quarter mm-hmm. uh, where this is a perfect time to, in, to implement this 90 day rhythm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Where
1: are you going to be December 31st? You just said, I'm yeah. getting on a plane yeah. uh, to go on vacation. Okay. So, you know, right. you want to be 30 pounds less when you get on that plane. That's exactly what I'm talking about across the board. Yeah. financially relationally, if you're gonna be if you're gonna hit that one year goal and then if you're gonna hit that three year goal, that and the five year goal, where would you have to be at the end of this next ninety day cycle? Yeah. Then you come up with those that those targets. Okay, I'd have to be I'd have to weigh this much, I'm gonna have to save this much, I'm gonna have to increase my sales by this much. I'm gonna have to, you know, improve the quality of my relationship this much. And and that's where you come up with your your targets as you're shooting for, uh at the end of the ninety days.
0: And you just really don't know how advantageous this can be for you. We started actually taking this super seriously in 2019 and Mm. worked with uh, all of our campus pastors throughout uh, Q2 and 3 to build what the 10-year would look like. And then our senior leadership team, the fourth quarter of 2019 worked on it. And then for churches, we all know we got upended with covid in 2020 (laughs) but all of that framework was there so the percentages were already there and so we were able to move and adjust on that and so it it can help move you forward and then if you start to stall you can see where all of that stalling could take place and you could keep moving forward and not go backwards with this plan and and having that 10 year goal was super helpful for mm, us during so that good. time.
1: Keeps you on track.
0: It keeps you on track.
1: Hence the book Traction. Right? <laughs> and by the way, his name is Gino Wickman.
0: I just remembered Wickman. it. Wickman. Just came back to me. Uh, yes. It, we'll still put it in the show notes. Yeah. We'll still put it in yeah. the show notes. Well, I know that that has worked for us very, very well to have those um, big, like long term and then take it down to the quarter But can you give us more of the how, like get into the nitty gritty for
1: us? Absolutely. So after you come up with those targets of what you're trying to hit, um, now you know what your focus is. Now you know what your priorities are. The next thing to do is to identify the lead measures. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. let me help our listeners understand what that phrase means, lead measures. We we got that from a book called Four Disciplines of Execution by Chris McChesney, Uh mm-hmm. fantastic book if you yep. lead an organization, if you're a stay-at-home parent, uh, if you're a teacher at a school, yep. it is a fantastic book about, about getting results and executing. Um, he talks about two things in that book, lead measures and lag measures, and mm-hmm. it's important to understand the difference. A lag measure is simply uh, what you measure after something happens. So at the end of the day, you get on the scale, you look down, that's your lag measure, whatever mm-hmm. it says. It, the situ the day is over. The situation's over. Uh, for us at church, you know, Sunday's over. We count how many people showed up. That's a right. lag measure, right. right? We count the offering. That's a lag measure. Uh, in, in other words, the situation's over. There's nothing you can do about it. You're just measuring. Right. Lead measures, on the other hand, are actually things that happen before the lag measures. These are things that you're. These are activities that you're taking. These are actions that you're taking that are going to change the lag measure. They're going to move the needle so that the scale looks different. They're going to mm-hmm. move the needle so that the attendance is different, right? Right. So if we stick with, let's just say, for example, the weight loss illustration, which uh, McChesney does in the book,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the, a lead measure is two things. It's number one, influenceable, yep. and it's predictable. Let me explain what those two things mean. Influenceable means they're things that are in your court. They're things that are in my court. Like, I can do something about this. And they're predictable in the sense that There's a good probability if I do these things, I'm going to change the needle. Yeah. So I'll give you an example uh, with the weight loss uh, illustration. If I do 30 minutes of cardio every single day or Mm -hmm. three days a week, five Mm -hmm. days a week, whatever, and I reduce my calories to 1,700 a day, those two activities will change the lag measure Mm -hmm. eventually if I stay with them. And so here's what I've noticed: people that are moving the needle, they're moving things forward. They are absolutely obsessed with the lead measures, not the lag measures. That's where we get mixed up. Right. People end up focusing on measuring the thing after it happens. Yeah. And that's where are they're, they're, all of their attention's on the lag measures. Well, that's that's uh, counterproductive because it, there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's right. over.
1: The event is over. Right. So. If we can focus on the things that are gonna change the lag measure, they're gonna move the needle, that's where we're gonna be super productive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so you have so step number one, you're identifying the the changes you you're the, the things you're shooting for. Step number two is identifying the influenceable actions, the predictable actions you're gonna take. And that's how people are getting results.
0: So um, an example for the weight loss is like increasing your exercise putting yourself in a calorie deficit those kind of ones but what about if it's a like intangible kind of goal like what about if the listener is trying to get closer to god
1: yeah it's great
0: what what are some um lead measures that would help with that
1: that's a great illustration so say december 31st you want to you want to get back to where you were with god you know a couple years ago or six months ago. You Mm -hmm. feel you've drifted Mm -hmm. from him. You just don't sense. Okay, great. You want to be close to God. Okay. So lead lead measures, predictable, influenceable. Number one, you would absolutely dedicate yourself to spending daily time in God's word, not just reading it, but meditating
0: on it. Meditating. Okay.
1: Journaling about it, Mm -hmm. getting it through your mind and through your heart Mm -hmm. for 15, 20, 30 minutes every single morning. That is a lead measure. That's why I do it every day. Yeah. Because I know it's going to, Move the needle. It's going to get me closer to God's heart. It's going to align my heart, mind, soul, will with God's will. Oh, that's good. Secondly, I would spend quality time in prayer, just quieting your heart, talking to God. Start talking to him again. It could be focus time on your knees. It could be a conversation throughout the day. Pray. Pray. Bible says, "Pray without ceasing." Right, right, right. right. Uh, another one would be get in a small group, get around people that are wanting to be close to Christ. They're going to rub off on you, right? Yeah, we become like the people we surround ourselves with. So, those are three specific lead measures that a person can take. There are others. You can mm-hmm. you can do a fast. Uh, you know, you can uh, you join the impact team, start serving, start giving back. But I, but if you if you focus on those three, you're going to see results in ninety days.
0: Okay, not to take us down like another rabbit trail, but uh, I have I have just one more. I thought as I got closer to fifty, then forty, like relationships would get easier. <laughs> you think, oh, it's going to be better in college. It's going to be better. Then like, COVID it's- hits, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hard to be in re- like i know marriage yes but also friendships even right now seems still so stressed mm-hmm. what are do you mind just taking a few minutes and giving us some relationship ones too?
1: absolutely uh l- l- let's just go with the uh the the, the romantic one okay. um uh, you know, whether you're dating or married um these are these are if we take the logic and we just everything we've said so far the end of ninety days December thirty first the relationship has just increased uh, in its quality I mean yeah. it's through the roof yeah. you're happy you guys are getting along you're 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 tight you, you feel like best friends right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay so what what are, what are actions that I can take that are influenceable and predictable Okay so uh, I'm just going to speak from my frame of reference which is that of a husband Okay so I am going to daily Have a conversation with my wife and the conversation is very, very intentional. I'm going to try to hear her heart. I'm going to listen to how her day was. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not just going to listen to what happened. I'm going to try to listen to how she feels about it. Is she uh, frustrated? Is she upset about it? Is she happy about it? Is she excited? How does she feel about the, the meeting that she just had last night or mm-hmm. the deal that she had fall through the cracks? Ugh. You know what, what What's the emotion behind it? So I'm listening with empathy to try to understand. That type of deposit, I can take that action. I can carve out time, and we do that each night. We try to have a conversation each night. Yeah, uh, I'm listening with the intent to understand. It's empathetic listening. It makes Jackie feel heard, listened to, mm. valued, affirmed, supported, well, you do that every day. Yeah. Even if you do it badly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I don't always do it well. Right, you know, right, I'm right, like, right, sometimes right. she says stuff and I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> you know, get over it. You know, okay, that's terrible to say, but that's sometimes I feel that way. <laughs> right, right,
0: right, right. I and mean, we all, do. Uh, we all um,
1: do. And so I'm not always empathetic, but we're still having the conversation, right? And so having that daily conversation is a huge investment in our relationship. So then what something else that we'll do is we will go on a date night. And that is a predictable, influenceable action to say, Mm, hey, mm -hmm. let's spend some quality time. That's one of the five love languages. If you guys haven't read that book, got to read it. So good. Gary Chapman, five love languages. Mm -hmm. Um, My wife's love language is quality time. Right. So I'm going to specifically take her out. Uh, and and, and uh, have a conversation have enjoy some good food um and so those are so those are two things that i do and that anybody can do is, yeah. ha- is have a conversation now if your spouse's love language or boyfriend girlfriend's love if, they, if if it's if it's uh gifts then then take that action right you know it doesn't have to be a lot of money. No, you know, little things. It could be a latte you yeah. know, for five bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, the point is is that you know, you're, you're, you're being intentional, and over 90 days, you're going to see a difference. Mm. You're, you're, I mean, there's no way that you can't. Sometimes that action, uh, Rachel, could be apologizing. Like there's oh, something yeah. that, that, that has happened in the relationship yeah. that is still causing friction, yeah. and it hasn't been dealt with. Because you know maybe your spouse is at fault yeah. uh, and they haven't said sorry. Well, okay. Humble yourself, right, and own your part of it, and apologize for the part that you did wrong, and then trust God that you know uh, your spouse is going to own their part. Right, but somebody's got to go first. Somebody's got to be the bigger person. So uh, maybe the action is is to have a sincere conversation and apologize.
0: Boy, and that last element can transfer to any relationship, co-workers, your children, mm-hmm. your your own parents. Um, That last one is across the board, Uh, super, super good. Okay, I have another question, uh, because implementing all of this within an organization, I feel super comfortable with that. 75 people, we know how many uh, targets to have quarterly, but if you're an individual Mm. and you're looking at this, so for uh, our organization, quarterly, we have three lag measures we ask the whole staff to get creative on making their own lead measures about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what would you recommend for like an individual?
1: Yeah. So I would, on this piece is a great question. I would say less is better. Okay. So if you're, if you've got your 10 year vision, a five year vision, three years, Mm -hmm. one year, now Mm -hmm. you're down to your quarters. um, I think the less that you focus on, the better chance there is to move the needle because otherwise we'll get overwhelmed. So I would say at least one, right? Okay. I think, Three is okay. Two is probably the best to say this quarter we're going to I'm going to increase my performance at work. I'm also going to increase the quality of my relationship with my spouse. Those are two big ones.
0: They really are. And
1: if you have two or three lead measures for each one of those targets, uh, you're that's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So because remember, you also have the daily whirlwind of everyday life. Right. Of all the other stuff that needs to be done.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Grocery
1: shopping, and going to the bank, and working your job. And so uh, I would recommend less is better.
0: Okay. And then for our organization, we have weekly team meetings in the different teams to look at the lead measures when you're putting this in a personal format, how often would you monitor those lead measures then?
1: Yeah, so I mean if you, I keep a, a, a daily um, list of things that I'm working on so mm-hmm. I can I can look back over my week and see how I'm doing. Um, you know, and then on Fridays, I, it's my day off. I will do a check-in with myself. Yeah. You know, organizationally, we have a check-in as a team. We right, do that right. as a, on Tuesdays to check on how, on, on numbers and how we're doing. We look at our lag measures. We look at our lead measures. But, um, personally, I will look at that, uh, once a week on Friday
0: oh, that's and say, good. how did my week go? Yeah.
1: Uh, you only get so many weeks in a quarter, right? right. So there's 12. So you it it's like it adds up you can you can really get a grip on how you're doing in in a if, if you only have 12 weeks. Right. Um right. and you can monitor which is why I love the again the 90-day time period cuz you can make adjustments. Man, I'm falling behind or I'm I'm ahead or I need to get going on this one thing and Right. Uh so yeah, I would say once a week.
0: Well, I'm super thankful for this for you know, we talked about it love productivity practical application. As we get ready to wrap up, um, do you have one more thing for us?
1: Yes. Um, I would say, uh, well, actually I have two. I've got two. So I would say not just identify the lead measures, but also schedule them.
0: Oh yeah. No, that's
1: good. If, if, if what you don't schedule doesn't get done, I mean, you, we've heard that say, said, yes. so if I decide that I'm going to um, improve my marriage in the next 90 days, I'm going to put it on the schedule to have a conversation, mm. put it on the schedule to have the date night
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Re-
1: reorganize your priorities, make time, put it down on paper. If you don't, if you're not intentional that way, the, what we're talking about is a bunch of theory and good intentions. Mm. it really is and people have lots of good intentions oh yeah this this quarter i'm gonna you know i'm gonna save more money i'm gonna invest more money i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that great it it all is in the clouds if you don't put it on your calendar right 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 (laughs) and so i we ought to be able to look at each other's calendar and see wow you're gonna you're really gonna kill it this quarter because i can see you know i could see the time that you're gonna put into this uh you know on your schedule so uh the workout's got to make it on there your time with god's got to make it on there uh and then and that's how we really uh make things happen in 90 days and so that's the first thing is to schedule it then the second thing which by the way you might have to stop doing some other things
0: yeah yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) true
1: You know, watching so many movies and <laughs> right, watching right. so much news and watch scrolling through so much, you know, social media. But when you uh, have
0: that lag measure out there, it is really inspiring to go ahead and say no to this and this, so that you can yes. get your lead measures in order. That's the why safest. the
1: vision is so important. Exactly. Because that if it's yes. not if it doesn't grip your heart, yeah, uh, you're you're not going to focus. So yeah. And then the last thing, and this is to all my listeners, and I just want to encourage everyone to kind of jump on board here. This is big time. I'm doing it. Rachel, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, you, you volunteered. I didn't tell you to do it. You <laughs> volunteered to do it.
0: I did. I did. No, that was, yes. I,
1: I want to lay out there to all our listeners right now a 90-day challenge. Let's go. Right now we're in the fourth quarter. You're listening to this. It's October. And I want you to take what you've heard here today. Look at your life, five years, ten years. Put it down the three get it down to one and then get it down to a quarter focus on a couple of objectives
0: yeah
1: uh in the book he calls them big rocks priorities whatever you want to call them targets targets and identify lead measures schedule them and change your life mm. it's a 90 day challenge i'm putting a 90 day challenge out to all my listeners today and here's how here's what i would love to do i'd love to hear from you Oh, I'd love to I'd love for you to go to my Instagram account Danny Anderson 23. Let me know what your 90-day challenge it is. What specifically you'd like to change by December 31st.
0: Oh, that's great. If
1: it's a physical fitness challenge, you're going to lose a certain amount of weight. If you're going to increase your sales, maybe you're in a position a sales job at work. Uh, if you're going to fix a marriage, if you're going to overcome an addiction, right. you're going to get you're going to stop smoking or stop you know looking at porn or something like that. Let me know. Yeah. Tell me what it is and I would love to just join that with you and encourage you. And and uh, this is how we change our lives. It I, is. Mean, I wish it were easier, but it's
0: not. No. And one thing I love about your leadership is you encourage us even on the small things. So there isn't anything too small. So if you're thinking you can't do this 90 day challenge, pick something that's been annoying you about yourself and work on it. Like Absolutely. it does it, it uh you want to have a better airplane ride. Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> that's what they can it, I just feel like uh there is a step that each of us can take. Yes. Even if it's not crossing the Grand Canyon in one step, just, you know, step across the crack in the sidewalk yes. but take your step. And tell you about it. And I here's what here's
1: what you guys know you're listening to me right. You know what it is yes I mean everybody you know what Mm -hmm. you know the thing that you have to change Mm -hmm. somebody's already been telling you about bugging you about it you feel it about it yeah and so now I just want to push you to do it That's what I love to do. That's why this is the Breakthrough Podcast.
0: It's wonderful. (laughs) It's wonderful.
1: So, hey, as we wrap up, I just want to remind our listeners, this is our last podcast with Rachel as our host. Not to say that you would never be back. Love to have you back. Uh, But we wanted to say farewell to you. We wanted to say thank you again. I wanted to say thank you again. Um, The the value that you provided for us, helping getting this podcast going. And um, how can our listeners stay in contact with you, follow you, continue to hear from you? Tell us.
0: Yeah. Well, the primary way is I'm on eclife.org. You can find me there and email me from there for the church. I do have my own website, Pastor Rachel Long, two R's, two L's, dot com, The Hill Podcast, mm. if you want to listen to that. Um, I'm at Pastor Rachel, uh, Pastor Dot Rachel on Instagram. But like you said, um, I just started a nonprofit three months ago, and mm. it's JoshuaCenter.org, helping families navigate grief and loss. I would love to hear from any of you. Uh, but I just, again, totally humbled to get to start the podcast with you, and so excited about future seasons and what mm. you're going to do. Thank and. You. If you want to leave us any information, you can uh, go to eclife.org. You can find our staff there, ask questions. You can find Pastor Danny there. If you want to go to eclife.org, you can also watch some of our series there. And in our show notes, you will find all of the books, websites, Pastor Danny's Instagram for the challenge. And um, we are so thankful that you join us month after month.
1: Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. Love you.